Welcome to the My Baby Craniosacral Podcast, where I share stories of the babies I've treated, tips for professionals and parents, and demystify this amazing healing modality. I'm Megan Beams, your baby bodywork mentor. I'm obsessed with all things birth, babies, healing, and plain old being a human. Join me while I sink deep into craniosacral therapy. Also, hit subscribe so you never miss a thing. Now let's get into the episode. Hey there. Thank you for joining me for the last and final episode in our Learning Roadmap mini-series. We are on to level four. So today we get to discover what is inside level four infant CST. And to say that I keep the best for last, that wouldn't be fair because I think that every single one of my classes is the best, (laughs) but I do keep the hardest for last with a little hint of excitement. So with level four, this is another in-person class and I teach it in Toronto, but you might have the chance to travel to Mexico for a retreat style learning experience with this level four. So I saved this one for the final class. And that is more, like I said, retreat style learning experience. So I'll talk about it more at the end of the episode. But I really like this one because it's more of an intimate setting. And we get really deep into the emotional side of treating. So once a year, we will travel to Mexico. At the time of recording this, it is once a year, but where we get to stay in a neighborhood of Airbnbs. And these hosts of the Airbnbs, they're a close-knit community, and they have connections with the doulas and the Montessori school that's in the neighborhood. So we have access to babies to work on. And so that's what is number one for me is that the people who are taking this class will be able to practice on real babies. In this level of infant CST, we are definitely doing more advanced level assessment techniques. And I want you to get really good at finding out which bones of the cranial base are shifted and which ones would benefit the most from being released. So in this episode, I will be sharing with you what you're going to learn in the course, why learning this is beneficial for your career how you are going to learn this information, and then what's up for you after you finish level four. First thing is first, what are you going to learn in this course? We are going to be treating complex cases. Same thing as in level three, but these are more complex cases that have to do with the cranial base. The cranial base can be pushed into many different directions, and this will cause a whole host of issues when it comes to feeding. And these issues are associated with the major cranial nerves that are in charge of the suck, swallow, breathe pattern, and even the brainstem, which has the swallowing center within it. If these cranial bones are shifted, if they are rotated, if they are anything other than in a really good alignment or freedom of movement, then there are going to be feeding challenges with this baby. If you get really good then you could essentially just visually assess this baby's head and see which direction either the sphenoid is bending into in relation to the occipital bone, or you can understand if the sphenoid is compressed, if it's rotated, if it is anything other than symmetrical. Now, if this sounds like gibberish to you, don't worry about it. By the time you make it to level four, All of these anatomical names, they'll just be part of your vocabulary. 
So what are you going to learn in, in this class? You're going to learn cranial base strain patterns. That's what I was sharing before about the sphenoid. How many patterns can there be? And the answer to that is many, in fact. There can be a torsion. There could be a torsion with a side bend, a compression, a compression with a rotation. So there's lots of different ways that this strain pattern can show up for these babies. So then when we visually assess the cranium, these patterns can present as a shift in the eyes. Maybe the eyes are not at the same level. One is higher than the other, or one seems more sunken in than the other, or the other may be more open. Okay, so it's an asymmetry between the eyes. You can look at a baby from most angles and know which bones are shifted out of place and in which direction. I really love to do this. I love to look at pictures and study what's happening with this baby's head. I will look and see maybe the temporal bones are externally rotated. Maybe they're internally rotated. Maybe one is more compressed anteriorly. And I will be able to see that just by looking at this baby's face. When I'm treating a baby, I do like to treat them once a week. I'll do a visual assessment of a baby one week and then In that session, I'll do a sphenoid release, and then the next week, I'll be able to see how much that would have changed the shape of their head. It's amazing. I love it. I love having that week-to-week appointment and seeing the difference between them. And usually, the information that I get, the report I get back from the parent is that this baby has had an amazing shift. They've had an amazing improvement in feeding. Their milk supply has really improved. Their baby isn't clicking as much. They're, you know, there's a way less pain when they're latching. And a lot of it has to do with that sphenoid. But like I said before, with the temporals, you know, sometimes the ears are misaligned. And that temporal bone is super important when it comes to the cranial base because it is part of the cranial base. So if those ears are misaligned and then we do a temporal pull, Next week, we might see ears that are more aligned. The face seems more narrow, especially if they had brachycephaly. So it's fun to see how this baby's head shape will change week to week when you work on that cranial base. When I am teaching the releasing aspect of these complex cranial base strain patterns, I do this in a way where people feel safe because sometimes when we do it, It can make us as adults feel nauseous. It can bring up emotions. It can immediately give us a headache. It can do so many things because it is so close to that brainstem and many other incredibly important cranial nerves in that area. Now, for me, when I get my sphenoid released, within about half an hour, I have to go to the bathroom. Every time. It makes me just... This might be TMI, but like evacuate my system. Fascinating every time. At the beginning of my career, it felt really lonely as an infant craniosacral therapist. I didn't know if I was doing it right or how I could improve. And you're probably worried that that might happen to you too. And it's holding you back from chasing your dreams. Well, with my programs, you have an online platform where you've got direct access to graduates at all levels. I don't just teach you the materials and send you on your way. I want you to succeed in your career, feel confident in your skill, and make a lot of money doing it. Infant CST Level 1 starts in May. 
So go to beamcst.com, that's B-E-A-M-E-S-C-S-T.com to enroll. But hurry, our early bird pricing ends soon, and I want you to make sure that you can start this learning journey now. Now, when it comes to releasing a baby's cranial base, it's really important to be able to tune into the craniosacral rhythm of this baby. You have to be able to follow it and then dance with it as it shows you its own strain pattern. And I like to call this dancing because when I do this release on a baby who's maybe a bit older, they're usually in a seated position and then their whole body will just start moving around like they're dancing. So sometimes it's their whole body that will dance, but sometimes it's just the sphenoid between my fingertips that I can feel swaying left and right, forward and back. And so I'll just follow this pattern for that baby and then I'll release it. But first, when I'm teaching this, I teach it to you on an adult. And that's why your classmates are there for you, for you to practice learning how to release different stream patterns of the sphenoid. So you can understand what your technique is like and making sure that you're not using too much pressure. Because if you use too much pressure on a baby, you can actually cause some issues for that baby, either that night or maybe prolonged. So that's, again, another reason why I have these classes in person. So you can really get a sense of what the pressure that you need to use is, and you can get the feedback from your classmates. But in this class, you do have a chance to work on babies. So just the same as in level two, the in-person class, you'll have the chance to treat babies on most of the days. So you can practice these new techniques with your instructor, yours truly, and I will be close by. So how is this going to benefit your career? Well, the cranial base is at the root of most problems when it comes to a baby's latching issues which means you won't just be guessing as to what releases this baby would benefit from. You'll know exactly which ones are necessary just by looking at them. And you'll have the knowledge to be able to look at a baby and see what their body is telling you with their symptoms, with their head shape and their body language. You're going to have all of the tools that you need in order to be an excellent craniosacral therapist. So how is this taught to you? Well, this is a four-day in-person class. There is a course manual with the new cranial releases that you can take home and keep with you. Then in class, you get to practice on your classmates. So every day you're going to be doing releasing of the base of the skull and inside the mouth. And you're also going to be able to treat babies. So you're going to practice these techniques on infants and maybe even bigger babies. And then we're going to discuss it as case reviews afterwards. And I do this with all of my classes. Case reviews are so important. You can learn so much from how other people are treating babies or how other people are deciding what techniques to use in their sessions. So I always encourage people to share these case studies. Now, if you are lucky enough to be one of the ones that goes to Mexico for this level four training... We will be doing the same things, but I'm thinking that we'll be adding in maybe some yoga in the evenings. I love guided meditations so that you could even reach into your own stored memories and process your own birth. How cool would that be? I love that. And then in the evenings, we'll be doing dinners with local chefs and we can take walks on the beach. We can go for a swim in the morning. 
how amazing would that be? I love to go for my morning walks. So every morning I go for a walk down to the water, which is really close to my house. And it's a lake. (laughs) It's definitely not an ocean. So I would be incorporating my morning walks on a beach in Mexico. And if you want to join me for my morning walk, I would be really happy to have you with me. Why Mexico? You're probably wondering. Well, a friend of mine who is also a craniosacrotherapist, she actually trained with me many years ago. She moved to Mexico with her family and they bought casitas. They've got a couple of casitas on this little piece of property and they moved their family down there. So they've got their son. He's in Montessori school. And that's how we have this connection of doulas and kids from the Montessori schools. So that is a wonderful way for us to be able to go to Mexico, but also have ties to the baby community. And for me, I love traveling and beaches and warm weather (laughs) and getting out of Canadian winters. So any excuse to leave is just like absolutely fine by me. When my friend and I were talking about having a retreat style training session, I was just absolutely like 100% it's a go. Don't know when, but it's a go. (laughs) And the fact that this location is right by the beach makes it even better. Like I said, quick walk to the beach in the morning and then get to class. Oh, that just sounds like a dream come true. (laughs) Okay, so in closing, what I shared with you today is what you will learn in infant CST level four, how it's going to benefit you in your career and your clients. So you're going to be able to learn about the cranial based strain patterns, how that's going to show up in a baby's body, as in visually being able to assess their cranium, but then also understanding where those symptoms will be coming from and which symptoms they are. You're going to learn how to release the cranial based strain patterns, and you're going to learn how to do this on babies. How exciting. (laughs) So what's next after level four? That's the certification program. And this at the time of recording is still in process. I do not have this up and ready, but it is absolutely in the works. It should be done by the end of 2023. What is this certification program? You're probably asking. Well, it is for people who are living in the United States who are not licensed to touch. So if you're not licensed to touch in your state and your state requires you to be in order to use craniosacral and you want to be able to use craniosacral therapy in your practice, then you require a certification in craniosacral therapy. This certification program will give you the required documents to be able to treat in most of the states in the U.S., So this requires you to complete somewhere up to 30 sessions. Then you're going to need to report them and then send them in for me to review. There is a written exam. There is a time for you to gather with me and we do a review period where we go over your reports, your your treatment sessions, and then the reports of them. And then finally, I get to issue you a document stating that you are certified by BMCST. And that would be my greatest pleasure. I would love to be able to help you out with that. So that is the final episode of our Learning Roadmap mini-series here with Beam CST. I'm so glad that you made it all the way to the end of this mini-series. Thank you so much. I very much appreciate every one of you who listens all the way to the end. 
I bring this information to you so that you can use it. And if you have any questions, I would love to hear from you. So send me an email. If you're following me on Instagram, send me a DM. I'm super happy to chat with people, answer your questions. I could talk about this stuff forever and always, and I will. So so don't feel like you're bothering me if you if you have any questions. Thank you so much for making it all the way to the end of this mini series. And I hope you have a wonderful day. Hey, before you go, my Craniosacral Foundation's virtual only course is open for enrollment. That's right. You can learn craniosacral from your very own home. Whether you're a health professional working in the perinatal world, a manual therapist looking to expand your current practice to include craniosacral, or helping babies and families is your passion, there's something in this course for you. You can significantly change the lives of the people in your community. And when you register, you'll have immediate access to the course materials so you can get learning right away with three three-hour live virtual classes to help guide you through the curriculum and an online community of fellow classmates and alumni, this program is here to support you every step of the way. Registration closes soon, so follow the link in the show notes, and I look forward to seeing you in class. 